All right. Welcome to the Morning Jam this morning. I'm Janet Rose, and we are very excited to have with us this morning uh, Kristen Sherritt, who is the Program Director of Impact First Responders. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, Chief of Police Ryan Zudema uh, with the Lynchburg Police Department. Chief Zudema, welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, we want to talk about impact first responders, but one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, Chief Zudema, um, um, right away is uh, something that our listeners uh, wanted me to ask you. So I'm going to ask you. Um, you're seeing all these headlines now. Uh, people are, are concerned around the country with the lawlessness that we seem to be dealing with. Um, people are saying it seems so much worse than it used to be. Now, you've been with the Lynchburg Police Department for a long time. Uh, 20 over 25 years yeah it'd be 26 years next month so you have a, a pretty good snapshot of of what lynchburg has looked like over a couple of decades now do you think that that the violence is is worse now than it was when you started 25 years ago i think a lot of that's perspective uh we're definitely seeing violent crime at a, a younger age uh mm-hmm. our, our criminals and in many cases our victims are actually be, have become younger over the you know last two plus decades but you know, we like to track crime not just on a, a month-to-month basis but look at it over an average and if you look at our violent crime over uh the last 12 months compared to a five-year average we're actually down around seven percent uh, now that doesn't mean there aren't certain categories that haven't increased or spiked. Sure. You know, we uh, for 20 plus years we've averaged about three to four homicides in our in our city, and uh, you know the last two years that has been significantly higher. So uh, we're putting as many resources as we can towards it uh, to try and make sure that uh, our community and our visitors feel safe. And uh, you know, obviously that's our primary role, and we've been partnering a lot with our state and federal law enforcement partners as recently as uh, this week to try and go out and remove that very small percentage of individuals in our community that are responsible for a disproportionate amount of crime so one of the things that uh, we've been trying to help with here on on the program is recruitment for police officers we need good men and women to step up and take on the challenge of being a police officer but recruitment in that area is harder now more than ever isn't it absolutely it's uh you know the events that have taken place over the last two years and and kind of the fallout from them have uh in many cases very bluntly vilified the profession right uh not in lynchburg but the profession as a whole absolutely and so it's uh it's challenging in that sense and it's you know there's just a lot of stresses that are put on our officers and men and women uh in what i would call normal times prior to 2020 and and since 2020 those uh those stressors have have increased uh, dramatically so uh, we're seeing fewer people uh that want to get into the profession uh, at a time when they're needed most critically. So we're, we're doing everything we can. And part of that is uh, partnering with folks like Kristen and, and her to uh, make sure our officers are well taken care of. And that goes perfectly into what we want to talk about this morning. And that is uh, Impact First Responders Program. Uh, Kristen, tell us exactly what this program is and how it works. Well, it's a resiliency program, which means we're training officers police well we've, we're actually training police fire and dispatch now right. in the city of lynchburg on what chronic stress and trauma does to their brains and then what can they do about it so we just well today is our last day of in-service trainings for the um fire department mm-hmm. last week we finished with police department and we did what's called a tactical uh res- resiliency workshop which is 10 different tactics or 10 different modules of how your body responds to things, how your brain responds to things, and then how the police officers and the firefighters can be their best 
resource, their own best resource, each other. So it's it links very closely to peer support. So after this in-service training is done, my job is now to partner with their peer support teams, make them bigger, give them the resources they need to continue to support the departments so that when something happens, they can bounce back. You know, mm-hmm. the traditional idea of resiliency is to be able to bounce back from right. a traumatic event, a stressful environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you have to do is prepare for it. Right. And the upscale resiliency is what we're teaching them. And then we've got peer support and critical incident debriefings for the after the boom. So yeah. you talk about preparing for it, but isn't part of that even acknowledging it? Because sometimes oh, sure. we're not good at acknowledging that we need help. We're not good at acknowledging, you know, because, and and uh, again, Chief Zudema, you've been doing this for a while now. And there was a time when there was a certain amount of stigma associated with reaching out for help, wasn't there? No, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I started policing in the mid to late 90s. And uh, in those days, it was show up to work, mm-hmm. suck it up. Right. Just deal with it. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful that we're at a place uh, in our department and in our profession where we're recognizing that very honestly, it's OK to not be OK. You know, our yeah. officers, uh, men and women who do incredible work here in our community, uh, see things that no human being should have to see. Right. Um, and then we expect them to turn around the next call and put a smile on their face and uh, just make everything OK. So it's uh, the different components that uh, impact first responders uh provide to us you know the education the the peer-to-peer uh counseling and support as well as the counseling afterwards um is critical because we're, we're hitting it early before things happen we're trying to deal with it during that event and then we're also trying to address it afterwards it's uh we're trying to wrap all these services around our officers to make sure they're well to uh carry on their lives because they're right. you know they're human beings as well and they've got and, families and, and to add to that too yeah. i think part of the stigma is or was that th- we just didn't know how the brain worked the same way we do today. Mm-hmm. So when I go in to teach a class now, I'll start with saying, it's okay if you still think this is BS. Let me tell you a little right. bit about how your body responds to stress. Mm-hmm. And you really don't have a choice about that. You have a choice about what you do with it afterwards. Right. And that's kind of where the rest of our resources comes in. So we have the peer support. And then like Ryan mentioned, we, um, we're we offering free counseling as well for the first responders. Well, let's talk about that because uh, one of the things that our listeners in particular have made it very clear about is they support our police officers and they always want to try to support um, police officers this whole defund the police thing had them all worked up and when when lack of respect is shown to our police officers and i think there are a lot of people out there who want to help in a very tangible way well this is a way that you can help in a very tangible way right is by giving to uh you know a lot of people do holiday giving what better way to show your support to our first responders not just police officers but you know fire and rescue as well Mm -hmm. than to help this counseling happen so tell us how that works so basically we can give each first responder who goes through our program so essentially it's all of lynchburg city at this point because Mm -hmm. we're going to be training lincom as well in january but every single first responder anybody who comes to us they get six free sessions per year and impact is a 501c3 nonprofit. so we're able to basically take donations from anywhere and use those funds to pay for the counseling and what the feedback that I've been getting from the first responders is that because it's third party and completely off the grid, they're far more likely to pursue it. Take advantage of it. Sure. With those six free sessions, we don't even have to diagnose them. 
because it's not going to insurance it's not going to anything other than they're coming to a counselor those sessions are paid for and they're paid for through donations through some of our other programs at impact living services um and again it's the idea that the stigma has been there the education that we're doing to sort of re reduce that stigma mm -hmm. and then the idea that they can come in no one will ever know they're in counseling unless they tell somebody themselves right because we don't have to report to the city or to the departments we just get to see the person and get them the help that they need right so you say six a, a year is that now is that like mandatory that they have to do the counseling or it's available no, to them as available. they need it got it and i explained this to them in the training that they can use one or two if they like say something really horrible happens they they respond to a terrible call mm -hmm. and they want to just process through that right. they can use one or two sessions and then they still have four okay or if they want to they can use their six free sessions for that year and then keep going at that point we do take insurance Mm -hmm. So they can do that. And then the next year, it starts over. They get six more okay. sessions. So if they find out this is something that's really working right. for if them. they love it and want to keep going. Excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So the best way for people to give to this program? Go to our website, impactlivingservices.org, and we have a donate button. And then you can pick the, in the drop-down menu, you can pick Impact First Responders and sort of designate your d donation straight to the counseling. Okay. Um, can they designate, I've got a text here, can you designate it to go to the fire department or to police department, or is it just We serve both. Okay. We serve all. So if you're giving to impact first responders, you're, you're helping serving them all. all of them. I'm going to yeah. put a link to that uh, on our Facebook page. You can go directly to the Facebook page. Just click that, and it'll take you right to the donate button. I hope that many of you are going to, you know, walk the talk, as we say here on the show, and put your money uh, out there to help our first responders as we need to do. Chief Ryan Zudema, thank you for joining us no, thank this you morning. We appreciate it. And uh, Kristen Sherritt from uh, Impact First Responders, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Uh, we are going to be back with more on the Morning Jam. Our toll-free number, 866-916-3776. Thanks for listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network. We are the Morning Jam.